So you're a accomplished musician, uh, jazz educator, uh, you know, and you listen to a ton of music. Uh, I'm sure people are interested in hearing, you know, what are your top three albums, you know, sort of desert island albums or, you know, top one or five or however many you want to do, uh, you know, and it don't even have to be jazz, but, you know, what are your, you know, what do you turn to, or maybe what, just what are you turning to lately? Uh, you know, whatever you want to do, but, you know, top three albums for, for Jared. Well, you know, it, it, it's interesting. It, it's, it's such a, such a hard question because it might change in an hour, but the, the three that I, I jotted down were, um, maybe because it's on my mind, but it's Stevie Wonder's Inner Visions. What a, what a profound record, you know? He just turned 70 last week. My God, that guy is amazing. I've seen him four times live. I appreciate him because he, he really is a jazz musician. I saw him in Connecticut once, and it was, it was one of the better shows. It was the second time I saw him. He played Coltrane's Giant Steps on a grand piano. And, uh, you know, the audience wasn't into it. The first time I saw him, it was in Boston. Everybody was singing along. People sang so much, he told everybody that, to kind of try to be quiet because he couldn't hear himself you know it, it was such a great show and he hadn't toured for a while and then I went to Connecticut I saw him at a I saw him at a casino what a terrible place to see music <laughs> uh, nobody was into it but, but he kicked off giant steps I think he surprised the band he just shredded the piano man he was so good um I saw him in New Orleans Jazz Fest and that was pretty cool too man the guy's a master of voices uh I'm really seriously digressing, but I really love Stevie. I really, really love him. Um, but the other two, the other two records I have to choose would be um, Coltrane's Love Supreme because, um, you know, and that, that's a record that really transcends into um, listeners of people who don't know much about jazz. They really connect with Coltrane's Love Supreme and, uh, what was that 1965 you know that he, he had a real bond on that record with the guys in the band kind of traveled across the country in a station wagon elvin jones is on drums and jimmy garrison on bass and mccoy tyner who just passed away on piano um and you know coltrane and mccoy tyner had a real sound together and uh, you know a really 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 amazing record I love a Love Supreme. And you know what's really interesting about Love Supreme is that fourth movement of it, um, he basically plays a poem through the saxophone. And you know what I think is really interesting about that is that's what, that's what they did in like the 14th century when music started, was literally the poets were, were the composers. And, and, it, and it's like this thing, everybody's like, what is he doing? It's like this slow thing where he's just kind of playing out of time. It's 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 what people did thousand a thousand years ago. It's so interesting. Yeah. Well, um, I, one of the things I was gonna say about that album is that it is such a you know so in part certain parts especially it's such a lyrical album. Mm, it really is. Really is. Yeah. It's it's kind of like a, there there are people that have done remakes like I, I know Branford Marsalis has done it and other people and it just seems kind of it's it's like. A, it's like re rewriting a, a book of the Bible or something, you know, it's just like, you can't can do you that, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's just some things you kind of just kind of have to let go, you know? Uh, and uh, then, you know, I have to, I have to pick a real obscure one or more obscure that I always go back to. It's a Wynton Kelly trio uh, featuring Joe Henderson. It's a record called four, which is a live record. And it's Wynton Kelly trio, which is, um, 
basically the guys that play with Miles Davis. So if you if you took Miles Davis's rhythm section and put it with Joe Henderson, I love Joe Henderson. My God, I love Joe Henderson. And a big open-minded guy who, uh, you know, he played things that were funky. He, like, literally, like, funk music, but jazz, small ensembles. He did a big band record. He did everything. He's a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant player. And uh, so... I have to nice. I have to include that. Never get tired of that record. Sure. Well, I mean, those are three monsters, right? Stevie Wonder, Coltrane, and Joe Henderson. So yeah, you can't go wrong with that. That's great. I know, but no Miles Davis. Come on. <laughs> well, you are a saxophone player, so. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And every 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 saxophone player that Miles ever played with was, was just beastly amazing. Like Miles. It, 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 I think Ted Joy might mention in that book, it's like he had a foil to, always. Like he, he would get out there and play romantic and quiet, soft and melodic. And then there would be some other person out of there that, you know, drop bombs on people. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fireworks. Cool.